Blog Talk Radio. The yield and the fecundation. Oh yeah. Japir to be forgiven. Sing homage to the land. Sing homage to the land. Ethiopian. Come on. Whoa, 
I want to take your man, up it upon your man. I want to take your man, up it upon your man. You say I'm a daily, him and the champion. I'm up in the dance hall, up in the session for the people and the dance. Boy, I'm not a fashion, let me sing. I want to take your man, up it upon your man. I want to take your man, up it upon your man. This is the holy, holy, holy water. Holy, holy, hoo-baka, abaka, Holy, holy, holy water. Holy, holy, hoo-baka, abaka, Carindan, I don't know what's my land, I don't know what's my land. Thank you, Michael. Where did science come from? Padang, padang. I want to take your man, go pick the pan, your man. I want to take your man, go pick the pan, your man. Don't give me no swelling skin, no, no big foot, no, no puff puff, no, no rotten pool. They said it, holy, holy, holy water. Holy, holy, hangshire, hangshire. Holy, holy, holy water. Holy, holy, holy water. Make you no like it. People progress, make you no like it. People get promotion. You want rock with foot, you want rock with hand. And carry clothes, go down, after in that. You use I like this, and I like that. I try to stop the youth, then some reach the top. How I take your man, go pay the pan, your man. How I take your man, go pay the pan, your man. How I take your man, go pay the pan, your man. Who said this a youth man? He might be champion. Then this a youth man. Run the nation, no violence, no science can't come touch. I'm on the side. Holy, holy, holy water. Holy, holy. I'm a ka, I'm a ka. Holy, holy, holy water. Holy, holy. I'm a ka, I'm a ka. Oh, shalama, shalama, shalama.
the domino table, the periodic table, the turntable, the water table, the examination table, the gambling table. (laughs) (laughs) We got all the tables in the house. Some people under the table. Oh, man. (laughs) I love it. I love it. How you feeling over there, Ben? Great, great, great. Can't oh, wait yeah. to talk to our guests. Absolutely. Thank you for lighting up the airways with that with that first cut over here, Bobby and Crenshaw. Come on with that uh yeah. Ike and Becca. Let me tell you a little bit about this brother. Y'all a royal brother who sacrificed literally sacrificed himself to put word, sound, and power out here to the people. This brother from the same place our guest tonight from the island of Antigua. And boy, do I have some mystical, natural, mystic connections to lay on y'all with this island and all the islands, you know. We was in the island. Uh, the big gang was in the island last night called Arizona. People might say, an island ain't no water. It's in the desert. But man, this whole place is an island. But anyway, Ron Benjamin, born in Antigua and lived a majority of his life in the Virgin Islands, St. Croix. And this brother was the lead singer of the band called Midnight. That first cut you played was Homage to the Land. And so tonight we give homage to the trees and to all the little unseen creatures in the waterways and holy water. Like he played Admiral Bailey, holy water. We give homage to holy waters and the waters of Michigan and the waters of the Mississippi, waters of Arkansas that put out pure quartz crystals, waters in California, Florida, all along the coast on the East Coast. You know, waters everywhere. Waters that come from the Lake Itasca up in, in the highlands of Minnesota and Montana. You know, and so we, we give homage to all these things that the unseen things that, you know, that make us go here, make us have this uh illusionary Mayan uh, you know, life cycle here. And it's like a vapor, it goes quick, so enjoy it while you can, fam. It's a lot of distractions and anger and animosity going on, but man, get you some laughter down in your belly and fill your bones, <laughs> fill your bones with marrow from laughter and man, enjoy yourself like Michael Jackson say. And so, yeah, Von Benjamin, man, he literally was sacrificed because his word, sound, and power was so strong. And when they get through counting the work and the albums that he put out, he might be in the world's Guinness you know, the Guinness World Book of Records for amount of albums put out in a short lifetime. So, yeah, that's Bon Benjamin. Then he later transformed into a higher frequency, called itself Ica Becca. So y'all can look him up. And the brother just has some royal, powerful sounds and music and spoken word, you know? So, yeah, right. thank you, Beverly. Yes, yes, yeah. That Antigua is a, a very powerful place. We're going to get into that tonight. And, uh, yeah, Bev, if he's on, if he have his hand up, we can uh we can bring the brother on and uh yeah I think the family will enjoy it. I just saw a hand up, then it just went away. He might have got disconnected. Maybe he uh, uh and what's the name? How you pronounce our guest tonight? Name? Okay, yeah, yeah. Let, yeah, let me. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna have him uh uh you know talk about his discovery of his appellation of his title and his name and the inner the frequency of his name, but Ayaba. Ibo Mandigo, uh, Ayaba, Ayaba. Can you say that, Beverly? Ayaba. Ayaba. <laughs> Boom. Ayaba. You got it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It just rolled off the tongue. Ayaba. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Definitely, we'll get him to 
you know, we get we get into his roots and uh, you know, he, he can take us on his journey and as he says, you know, he's uh he's progressing, you know. He's a he's a work in progress, he called himself. So yeah. But uh okay. man and and, 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 and I got uh, go ahead, man. Uh, I wanted just to say, uh push to number one, uh, if he's on. And I think he had dropped off here. So he probably will call back in. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Derek. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, his art, he got some beautiful artwork. You know, he got some powerful visual artwork. And uh, brother's a spoken word artist and a, a teacher, a world traveler, and, uh, you know, many more, many more accomplishments. So, you okay. know, we'll let him big itself. But uh, I'm, I want to bring a tree to the, to the forefront tonight since we're doing poetry. T-R-E-E. I want to bring the magnolia, the castor bean tree, the pomegranate tree, the pine tree. Uh, There's a tree that people call sycamore, but I say sick no more tree. The toothache tree and uh, the eucalyptus tree and the willow tree. And there's many more, but, you know, I let people that come on the table tonight, they can bring them a tree to the table, you know, and we want to we want to pick up the mycelium family who communicate with these great beings, you know, and give uh, give service to them, the mycelium family, which is the mushrooms. So we want to big them up also, pay homage to them and bring them to the table. So, yeah, right. yeah I'm, I'm, I think our guest I'm, is here. Okay. Bring it to the table. Okay. Okay, is this Ayaba? Hey, sister, how are you? Can you hear me well? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, Thanks for yes, joining yes. us tonight. Uh, my pleasure, my pleasure. I, I got cut off a little while ago, but you know, I get a lot of dot, 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 you know, girls start hearing when it comes to people that like to listen, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay, are you on a speakerphone? You kind of sound far away. Okay, let, let's see if you can rectify that. Is that better? Yeah, yeah, much much better. Yeah, that's crystal clear right there. Ooh. Greetings, brethren. Greetings, greetings. Oh, oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Baba Mandela left again. Yeah, he and having trouble. Let, let me tell you what Kaya French told me earlier. Big, I want to say big up to Miss Kaya French. Okay. Kaya said, "E, when y'all start tonight." It's gonna be it's gonna be some frazzle in the connection because the the moon is changing from Scorpio to Sagittarius. I said what? She said yeah, oh yeah. She said watch it match right on point, <laughs> right yeah. on point. Exactly what she said. Yep, yeah. She said it's gonna it's gonna work its way into Sagittarius. You know, it's gonna take about an hour and a half to two hours. So, and she said it would start like this. So we just we just okay. waited out, spin the turntables, and okay. Uh, well, we, we're back with us. Yeah, okay, good, good, good. Back again, back again, sister. What's up, sister? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Can't get rid of water. Can't get rid of it. Hydrogen. Big up, Ayaba. Peace, brother. How are you? Yes, man. Doing well, brother. Doing well, man. Good. Doing real good, and uh, good to have you in the building with us. You know. Good to be on. Good to be on with you, fellas. Man, I love the vibe so far. Yeah, let me tell you about the natural mystic. You know, you know, uh, uh, you're a great example, man, of all you got to do is do your work. And when you do work, 
your work will speak for itself and it'll spread out, you know, it'll it'll feed like the river now feed the banks, you know, of the river. You know, it'll nourish the moment. And that's what your work has done. So I've seen and I and I and I got your work through uh through D Rose mom. I call her Mama Mama Nelson, you know, forty four parallel mom. And then uh, he passed the word to me, and here we are. You know, tonight, he, that was like five years ago. And so, yeah, you I know, say, we just... I say, please, please yeah. send, them, send them some octave for me, brother. I, that's how it works, man. Still, yeah. still, still, I, still depend on, I still depend on the ancient ways more than the, than the, than the alternate. You know, it's still, there's still one tail, one tail, one, one, one cocoa full basket is still the best way. I've <laughs> <laughs> Give thanks, brother. You know? Give, Give thanks. Give thanks. Give thanks. So yeah, please uh, lay us a foundation. I, I you know, uh, a lot. I think a lot of people interested in your name, how your name, uh, you know, came about, and uh, and a little bit of background, you know, some roots connection, and then we can go forward. Cool. Uh, I um, and I named myself um, after in college, you know, where I woke up. Let's call it. Yeah. Um, I was I was born Kenny Ethel George de Cruz, English. French, Spanish, Dutch, like all four rapists, and and didn't want to have that name appear, you know, 500 years from now on a book and have somebody assume that I was an English, French, Spanish, Dutch man. So I picked a name that that would be, say say Africa front and back and back and front and indigenous man front and back and back and front. And in in school, once the once the the the, the dreadlock, you know, I, I realized I was Rasta and started carrying the locks. I started walking around barefoot on campus, and they started calling me Mandingo, and that name stuck. Um, after graduating in '92, I went home for for a couple of months to be with, just to be with my family, and went up in the hills with my brothers, who by then were deep into the Rasta vibration. And they cook, we cook in a pot that we got from the indigenous people called uh, uh, yaba, Y-A-B-A. It's it's a, a terracotta clay pot. And they make the food very sweet, you know. We cook in Itel or what they call vegan food now. And um, the name just stuck, you know. So when I came back, yeah, I knew I was going to change it. And when I went to the place to change it, you know, down to the clerk's office with my $200, I went with Kenyatta Mandingo, and, and Ayaba Mandingo is what I left with. Um, my mother still calls me Kenny because that's what she knows. But it, it's... uh. When I went to Africa and spent some time in Nigeria, in six months in Nigeria, I got to learn that the name means his mother calls, and it's usually given, or her mother calls, usually given to women. And, and I had to really show the people that that made perfect sense as a child of Africa, because I was raised by seven pillar, monolithical type women who, who you know, was their way or no way at all, and. So it was an honor to carry a name that would have naturally, in, in, I guess, in our old times, been given to only two women. It, it was an honor to carry that name. So that's how the name Ayabi Ibo Mandingo came about. Um, yeah, kind of a nutshell, if you will, you know, long, a very, very long story shortened completely. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, seen. Uh-huh, go Yeah, go forward. Go on. Um. Hmm. Okay, go on. You know, poets go on. How do poets go on? Um, hmm. How did you get into your uh, art? When when um, did you get into? I went to. I came here. I came here as an immigrant boy. 
I'm 11 years old from Antigua, and you know, American dream in big full swallows, and um, you know, um, had a Duke curl on the top of my hair, wore penny loafers, you know, dated white girls, and went off to school on a football scholarship to the Midwest. And my oldest child, who's now 34 years old, is mixed. You know, um, his mother is white, and her father did not appreciate it. I'm being very, very, very um, nice with my words. And, and, you know, I was put in jail. That was my first time in jail. And him and the sheriff were friends. And, uh, you know, kind of the classic story they tell you don't do when you go south or, or to the Midwest. And in that place, while I was doing um, 60 days, before she ran away and they had to let me out, I I, uh, I wrote a poem that I didn't know. To, to that point, to me, poetry was like, you know, smoking jacket with the ascot and, and, and you know, in front of the, the, the fireplace with a pipe and some white men somewhere in Europe, how knowing brown cowing and never really felt no connection. And, and a couple of poems came out and that's, that's sort of where the thing happened. Visually, you know, my grandfather was a, was a sculptor who became a tailor and my grandmother was a singer who became a seamstress. So being raised by them, they helped mommy raise me. I, I just, that was there, you know paper getting getting my ass cut for messing with mommy foil paper to make entire you know universes of people and animals and all kind of things that I remember as far back as I can remember so the visual part was there and the things just kind of grew you know to me it's like um if I see it and I'm intrigued by it then I learn it and I master it and and, and you know not everything you know not math <laughs> but if it's if it's if it's one of the creative tools that the storyteller uses, you know, and um, that's who I am. That's what I went to Africa and learned is that I'm a jelly, a storyteller. And, and so I have this toolbox full of things. I cut and I playwright and I poetry and I perform as art and I paint and I sculpt, you know, I, I write novels and children's books and, you know, everything under that place, under that sort of, uh, in that category. And once it's creative and I see it and I feel like I put it in my toolbox and I go about trying to master it. If you hear me using it and addressing myself as such, that means I feel like it's in my toolbox now, you know. So it took years for me to call myself a poet and then years to call myself a playwright and then more to call myself an actor and more to call myself a sculptor. The latest is, is, is mystically enough, is the first thing, you know, is singing, which I did as a boy in Antigua when I, I sang falsetto, um, is a... Uh, is getting back to singing, and I still haven't added that yet. You know, I, I like uh, my um, I have a brother who's a master composer. He told me I'm a vocalist, so I'm there right now. I'm a vocalist. I like that. And you also have a clothing line too, is that? Yes, <laughs> and you know, this is like you know, for me, that's like a circle. You know, people think sometimes circles mean going backwards or going back to where you begin, but if you really check circles, they're spirals. So they either spiraling up or down depending on your vibration, and I always I always vibrate up. So when you complete the circle, you go up to the next level. So to me, that was like the big completion. Growing up in my grandfather's tailor shop and my grandmother's seamstress shop, and watching the way they would dissect, you know, people would come and say, "Miss Angie, you know, I want this dress from this magazine and this top from this magazine," and my grandmother would Frankenstein things and and draw them, you know, spend like two weeks just drawing patterns on on newspaper. Or, or brown paper like the but the butcher just wrap meeting and then the next two weeks just making the outfits. And when we go to my grandfather's tailor shop at six foot seven, he would take out the chalk and he wouldn't use any, any stencils. He would just draw and cut and draw and measure like hold up and size up and 
they both had to pass away and me to go through their things for them me to realize that these were two artists who who had to become artisans to make a living you know so for me that's one of the things that if you ask for like a <clears throat> motivation it i feel like i know that in my blood generations of actors and singers and musicians and poets and painters and sculptors who had to be janitors and and, and sugarcane cutters and this and that and the other and tailors and seamstress because they couldn't. So it, to me, this is like not something I can put down because I'm frustrated, you know. This is like I have to carry this with pride, you know. So that's, that motivation is, is, is even beyond like, hmm, I guess what you would call like muses or, or inspiration. Like I feel a duty. You know, I love being able to look at people and say, no, I don't have another job, as as you would say. I'm a full-time artist. Everything I do is from this. Well, that's you good because you, you're really tapping into your creativity, and that's what it's all Absolutely. about. Absolutely. So the the, the, the painted, you know, the, the clothing line, I bought a pair of Pro-Cats because when we moved here first, that's all Mommy would could afford, but they became my favorite sneakers. I bought a pair of being nostalgic about, I don't know, um, 2014, right before I went to South Africa. And there was a smudge on the back, and when I got home, I realized why they were only $10. And I said, you know, I'm going to throw some art up there. And that was about five, 600 sneakers ago. Just, you know, putting them on, so I put them on, and somebody saw a picture, and he goes, yo, you make these? I was like, yeah, I, I guess I do. And then that just started the thing. And then I remember my grandparents Frankenstein and things. So I started Frankenstein and clothes and shoes and it turned into like a thing. So, you know, just running with it. Yeah. So how, how can people get uh, your shoes? Um, Right online, right on at, at Ayaba Arts, I-Y-A-B-A-R-T-S dot com. Or, you know, find, find me on any one of the social medias if you need something uh, custom. You know, we do custom suits and, and, and custom shoes and earrings, you know, something, you know, special occasion type things as one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just look me up. Ayaba Ibo Mandingo. I'm the only Ayaba Ibo Mandingo out there, which is a cool thing. Okay. Okay. And and uh, also, uh, you did 41 times. Are uh, you going to do that live for us tonight? Oh, I would, I would, I would absolutely be my pleasure to do that for you guys live tonight. That that's the piece that that I have that has taken me literally around the planet Earth, you know. Um, and mystical thing about that is my youngest child, Kofi Ayaba, today, um, um blessed blessed the family with with a grandson, uh, Cannon. And um, I mean, you know, today I'm smiling bright, bright, big. Congratulations! Um, yeah, absolutely. I remember when Amadou when Amadou was murdered, he was uh Kofi was Kofi was uh well Kofi was four. So that means Atiba was five, that means Semi was six, that means Oni was seven, and that means Malik was was ten going on eleven. You know, and now you're talking this year Malik will be thirty four, Oni will be thirty, Femi will be twenty nine, Atiba will be twenty eight and Kofi will be twenty eight shortly thereafter. Mm. And, and 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 you know, I if we were to sit up here, it would take probably what another month or two of live broadcasting for us to run down all the names of the brothers and sisters that have been murdered since Amadou Diallo was murdered, and you know, a twenty-something-year-old father, you know, scared out of his mind, you know, and feeling helpless, wrote wrote a poem about you know the helplessness, and then two weeks later wrote another poem when he heard that the trial was going to be moved up to upstate New York called Bulletproof Vest and 
and then you know started slamming and combined the two poems together because it, it got a lot of votes and people dug it and it, it, it you know alerted to people and and you know now realizing that 30 years almost 30 years later or 20 something years later that that 20 what 24 years you said June 4th has just passed here a couple of weeks ago um it, it's it's become a pandemic you know like <laughs> you know, what to do kind of thing so yeah that that poem has become my my signature poem and I didn't I didn't know it would become my signature poem but you know um it keeps growing unfortunately and and then uh and having to be added to, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know. No. Mm-hmm. Well, you tell me that um, when you heard, I heard the brother talking about uh, uh, trees and and trees. Uh, um, I, I'm a uh, yeah. I think that black folks, we got to remember, we should remember outside and, and and nature and the ground and and, and shoes off and, and 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 going to get water and. and and going to get Bramble to make fire and all those kind of things so we can reconnect because there's so much like refueling that can happen from that. And that's what trees are for me, you know? Yeah. And I really, I, I, I well, you know, I, I'm, I always start poems like this. <clears throat> he sits to me like a tired old warrior contemplating his youth. Battles lost in one and of his search for truth. Imagining myself as him and traveling back in time to see America in technicolored black and white. When Ku Klux Klan burn crosses in the night in response to a black demands or mutant, southern magnolias bore dead castrated peculiar fruit. When Jim Crow signed showed us our water fountains and before Martin Luther climbed his mountains. Through all of this and countless more walk this old man who sits next door. With skin so full of melanin, the south must have been rough for him. He must have swallowed all his pride to take America in stride and still be here at 86. In spite of all the stones and sticks they used to try to break all bones and Hoover's taps on Huey's phones and all the blood that spill and run from U.S. manufactured guns and all the lying presidents and all the times they raised the rent and all the blacks the war they sent to die for them and all the sellout niggers who lie for them. Through all of this, this old man walked and still to sit and hear him talk, his strength remains, his pride remains, his love remains, his stride, it remains. He died this year, but I will not forget. And I haven't forgotten you, mother dear, the wailing of your cries that lived within my ears. I haven't forgotten the way it felt to only have your child for a while and fear the auctioneer becoming human steer. I remember your womanhood. You could pick 50 setters of cotton I haven't forgotten. You could face the whip three months within a ship, founding fathers invading hips, stealing your sons and daughters away today, tomorrow. African names become smitten. Black people seem to love it and are willing to sit and watch them colonize you, imperialize you, globalize you, and Tarzan movie trivialize you. But the warmness of your tropical womb, I still remember sucking raw melanin from your breast. Mount Kilimanjaro's peaks by cheekbones, black skin, nose, and lips survived the ships and whips and founding fathers invading hips so they see both of your faces today too and make them remember what they did to you. Excellent. Yeah. That, that, that's my libation. Now, any poem you'd like to hear, you can have. So that, you know, that, that is to me is like, you know, the old people are now in the room and, and they have given permission and yeah. yeah. Yes. We'll leave that up to you. 
Ayaba. Pardon, brethren. Um, last night, uh, Philadelphia and Kansas City was in the house. So that that yes. means that the that the Liberty Bell was in the house. That would also mean that the Statue of Liberty was in the house. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Wow. You know, you know the poems, brother. I'm, I'm <laughs> Bless your heart, brother. Bless your heart, man. Bless your heart. Um, yeah. And, and you know, these are the poems. I did this piece this weekend. It was we we had an opening for some for some art up in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, in the capital. You know, they got a lot of there's a lot of energy up there because everybody from Washington to you name it, when it comes to the, the founding so-called fathers of this nation, um, you know, Connecticut being the, the, the constitution state, they all passed through here to have the, the drop their little two cents up there in the original state house up there. So anytime I go up there, I'm always on, on my toes and, and very like uh, 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 serious about what, what comes out. So I'm really enjoyed it yesterday. So yeah, Statue of Liberty. And, and this is for all the immigrant brothers and sisters out there um, listening. Maybe I blinked, but I don't think I remember seeing her from the plane. I was looking for an Ellis Island vibration when I entered this nation, but this place wasn't mine to have. One day I went looking for her to get some liberty from her. I wondered if she'd have anything to say, but I think they closed her mouth the same day they closed Ellis Island. I walked inside her dress and looked up past her breast to see her crown here from the ground, the stairway to her brain moved slowly as a midday train, and as I climbed to the top of the stairs, they seemed much deeper. And when I looked the way I came, the bottom seemed much deeper. The top was claustrophobic and made plenty people sick. The door to the heaven-stretched arms was off limits. No one could go there anymore since Ellis Island closed her doors, but I wanted to go up there and see what Carlucci and McGinnis and Goldstein and Smith see. My name is Mandingo, and now today it's off limits to me. She represents America in more ways than they know. I climbed to her top to find these doors where many entered before and now not anymore. I descended her stairwell of iron coal, realizing Miss Liberty had lost her soul and all her liberty had been sold. To those who could pay with their white skin, Mr. Ellis would check them in. European second home where the Indian and Buffalo used to roam and third world people get sent back home. By xenophobic offspring of European boat people who now write laws that would have sent their great-grandparents back. Back to Ireland, back to Italy back to Russia, back to Eastern Europe, back to Western Europe, back to feeling black like third world people waiting for Mr. Ellis to write his sequel. From her beacon hand goes worldwide freedom, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. But for third world people, there doesn't seem to be a knob anymore. So maybe I blinked. And let me think about uh, right away. The poem in the play, we did a play, one person play where I play like uh, nine people, including young me, Kenny, and, and, and talking with Ayaba about the issues and what have you. And there's a part in there where we talk about um, when mommy comes and tells us the good news about going to America. And Kenny says to mommy, mommy, you know why I go to America? No, no, I go marry about America. I don't want to buy no mango in the supermarket. I want to pick them off a mango tree. And besides, all the milk and honey don't share out. 
is only hand to mouth living in government projects where guns are barking instead of dogs and the sirens have replaced the sounds of the crickets and frogs at night. The policeman keeps watching me. I seem creeping through my dreams, arresting my aspirations. So, mommy, me no want to go America. And nothing I go marry about America. Word sounds as powers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Same, 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 same type, same tribal, tribal circle as as brother Vaughn Benjamin. You know. Yes. Yes. Same tribal If if he was the if he was the warrior priest. You dig in? Yeah. If he was the if he was the priest, then I am the warrior priest. Same, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bite yeah. off your head. With love, <laughs> with love, you know? Yeah, with love, with love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with love. You know what I'm saying, brother? Yeah, 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 with love. Yeah, I'm, uh, I heard you mm, I heard you bring another tree to the table, the mango. The mango. The mango. Mango. And anyone anyone partakes of a mango, your man will go. It's in the word. Yes, I, yes, I, yes, I. And 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 I mean, on, just on 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 a real basic place. I mean, it's one of the most. It's a magical fruit, man. I remember uh, one of the things I remember as a boy. You know, if you if you rush a, a mango off the tree, it's not going to be sweet. But if you wait on the mango, I mean, you literally. Especially if you you've been watching it, you can literally know when to go and stand up under the tree, and stand there with your hands and watch that tree once it just rock and drop and, and fall in your hand like a cushion, bro. And I mean, you don't even gotta watch that, brother. You eat it literally feels like you're biting the sun, man. I don't even <laughs> because of that. Yeah, because of that, I can't can uh I don't even eat I don't eat them up here. Yeah, no, I, don't do that. I don't. Whenever I, you know, I, whenever I travel, I know what the local fruits are gonna be. And like we just got back from St. Lucia and, and golden apples. They call them June plum in Jamaica. We call them golden apples in Antigua. They were they were in season, and and they were bright and and, and coconut, of course, which is you know always nice. The water was like you know I was drinking five and six coconuts a day, bro. The water was like mm. nectar. You know what I mean? Same. People are so creative, man. People are creative. This brother had a coconut milk that was just the coconut, the coconut cream, which is like the young coconut, and the coconut water with like some spices. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> it was magic. It was magic. Yeah. It was magic. It was magic. I really, I really, really enjoyed, man. I enjoyed. Um, and I love the Caribbean. For me, is is um. Like I said to me, going back to, you know, again, St. Lucia, we went, you know, we had a day where we went to the Sulphur Springs, which you know is going to pull all the impurities out of your body. We left there and drove to a hot springs, which, you know, went, you, you went to like very hot water, which you could just kind of tip it. And then you went to like a, a, a little bit warmer and then something that was very warm, you know, very kind of very comfortable to be in. And we left there and went to like this fern gully, like, like waterfall in the middle of, this beautiful, beautiful jungle, and you know, had fish that were you know eating off the dead stuff off your foot, and then you could jump on the waterfall, brother. I came out of that water, and for the next the next twelve hours, my body was literally vibrating. 
literally. And yes, yes, there was good marijuana there, but it, it was, you know, my body was literally vibrating, brother. All of it. Fingernails. Here. You know, you know what I'm saying? Everything was like, I was like, yo, this is magical. To me, the, to, to, to not be, we got to cap into our juju. Juju is what makes us us. And the juju is very is very hard sometimes. The juju is very hard to find up here, pure, you know, just like mango. When you go to the Caribbean and Africa, man, the juju is like everywhere, bro. It, grow, it just grows wild. <laughs> so anywhere you go, you can see juju, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. Thing. I really know that my children are grown, and I really, I'm, I'm, the base is going to be there. And if you're uh-huh. impact, if you're impact and you catch vibrations, you have to you have to create distance, man. Like when I was young, I used to I used to wonder what the story of Rick, you know, I, I love metaphors, Rick Van Winkle. Why would a man walk away from people for a hundred years? And now I get it. Get it, you know. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to be very, very aware of the contamination to your mental. You know what I'm saying, Rich? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Sometimes they get into your heavens, bro. Anybody, nobody, and the biggest I think the biggest mistake we make as as warriors is thinking that we're impenetrable, we're impermeable, you know, because it's like, no, brother, you, you know, the strongest are the strongest buckle, so you have to make sure you have to be smart enough to say, you know what, downtime, disappear, we'll hold our vibes, refresh, purge, refresh again, you know, and come back again to the front line. But to stay up on the front line all the time, you're not doing, you're doing us more damage than good because at the end of the day, we're going to lose you to, to you know, yeah, it's too much exposure. Same. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We have to. We have to be smart about it, man. If, if anything we learn from our elders, is that you know, by the time I shook Elders Cleaver's hand, it was you know, you could feel you could feel the the, the stress of being him you know, on the run for years, on the ground, hunted. You, know, you could feel it. Wow. You know, there's like a lot of brothers and sisters romanticize that, but I don't have that. I don't have that luxury. You know what I mean? To me, it's like. Uh-huh. No, you can't romanticize them things. Them things is real. So it's like you know, just just to pick up this path and say, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, as opposed to doing that over there. You know, the consequences that come with it. Sometimes they're not as blatant as we think. You know, because a lot of us can be really romantic about the struggle. Mm. I'm gonna put some uh, tunes on, and then we'll come back to more poetry. Yes, yes.
under the sun The whole thing has designated solar system There's a little humor in the equation My son, your son, the son This is our place under the sun What is your root of attending of relevance? Of how this life become As predominantly here of the hydrocarbons Every living organism is made of carbon That's the human mention in the word human The blackness of oil is fire one The blackness of coal is heat is on From the blackness of coal, exquisite I am Replicated photocopies through just the carbon See the same thing on your receipt, on your check stuff Talking period and if you have to write it down Humanity celestial Six pros and six neutrons And six elections So now make them split their mentality Go win election Each nation have a rise up Lifting the next one Got all of we power from the same carbon Everything and every seed All color variation Volcano erupt Lava splash creation Streams of fire flowing Deep beneath the ocean Fibonacci symbols Carbon printing everything From the style up to the root Them where the fruit has them from Yeah them, um, All are we powered from the same carbon My son, your son, my son uh, This is our place under the sun uh, The whole thing has designated solar system uh, There's a little humor in the equation My son, your son, my son This is our place under the sun What is your root of attending of relevance? I address the delusion hurting all iration That brought to tangibility and illusion Some will see them from a place of non-existence While they carry out a purge of planet reduction Yes, a mindset of a process of elimination Involving psychology transforms and guns The FBS weapon is information Deadly as a weapon is information Same carbon, some try to demonize your life Like they do to ISIS and everything that is African And where them show up on TV stations Inside here and drive more division Poison the youth and talk out on a child selection Nanotechnology software injection ah. My son, your son, my son This is our place under the sun What is your root of attending of relevance? Of how this life become Organic
information. The deadliest weapon is information. <laughs> yo, yo. Gabriel and myself mm-hmm. have been selecting for years. And Beverly, Beverly has just been on this selecting vibration, you know, selecting reggae music just a couple of times. But she had the wherewithal and the intelligence to put together yeah, right. two sun songs, right? Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I call it the juju. I call it the juju. Yeah, it's, it's, it's why we don't got to write things down like, like the Watusa becomes the hokey pokey because we don't got to write it down. It's, it's, in, it's in the DNA. It's just the juju, man. I believe that with and, my whole heart. Yeah, and every time we every time we big up nature, we start with nature, the flow is always like this, man. It's just right on, you know, just right on point. Nothing made up, nothing scripted. Right yeah, That's yeah. That's the perfect segue. So, 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 ninety-two, so twenty, uh, a month before nine eleven. A month before nine eleven, we go to, uh, we come back from California, from, uh, from Oregon. Oh, wait, wait, check from from uh, Portland. Forming out there, and we got we got gigs in Mississippi, and then and then a drive to Louisiana for a couple more gigs. Um, Kasim Allah, Jay Banks, and Jolivet Anderson is is our host. We go down there with brother. I'm gonna forget his name. We just lost him. Bob uh, Moses. He was the cat that went down and, and really brought the lead uh, uh, lead uh, Jackson, Mississippi, like one of the highest um, ranked in the nation when it comes to uh, trigonometry and math. And cat that went down there in, in the '70s, and he ended up, you know, going to help. And he just stayed and, and just made our children awesome. Bob Moses is his name, and we went and got a chance to work work with that cat. And um. You know, Jackson is a heavy place, man. Mega Evans is from Jackson. Uh, Richard Wright is from Jackson. Uh, 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 Margaret Walker, who wrote the, the poem, the epic poem for my people, is from is from Jackson. And, you know, mystically, she lives across the street diagonally from him. So the day that I saw her house in, in uh, that Jolivet pullover because I wanted to take pictures of the house because that's where Margaret Walker, she wrote, the, she wrote that piece in there. I want some of that juju. And we pull in, and she pulls in because she lived down there. I get out the car with the camera spinning and, not paying attention, and everybody looking, starting to get heavy. I was like, why does Phil so she go, yeah, yeah, but this is Mega Evers' driver. You're standing right where he was murdered. And, you know, the juju took over the rest, brother. I had one of them experiences, like my, my ancestors came to, 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 to uh, mourn the brother. I started crying, just kind of cried it. That was mystical, man. We went from there to this plantation because that's what I wanted to see that night because I'm from the islands, and I know sugar mills. I don't know plantations, so I wanted to catch that juju off of there, too. And you know, there some Caucasians in there, kind of just Disney World in the place, Disneyland in the place, really, really gallivanting, if you will, and not checking out the sacredness of the place. And of course, they have preserved the foundation of the of the big house, if you will. And you could see like the remnants of of where our people were, were enslaved, in, in in the bushes being allowed to kind of grow over. I got pissed off and stepped over the iron link, the chain link they had around it, and uh stood in the middle and said, are there any African spirits still trapped in this place who need a body to escape? Take mine and let's leave this godforsaken peace. Jolivet, you know, she hustled us in the car when we shot back home and, and you know, back to her house. I remember that, you know, I used to go outside and, and burn a spliff every night for the couple of weeks we were down there. And I sat under this tree and, you know, I know trees are alive and, you know, you talk to your plants and all that kind of stuff. So that wasn't the part that was mystic. What was mystic is that I was sure that I, in, when I sat under that tree, it would it would like sag. Like its branches would turn the other way, and, and, and you know, I'm like, yeah, the ganja good, but the ganja not that good. So, 
that's what come out, you know. So um, we uh, we're driving home and I'm seeing the trees, you know, they're covered up and they nobody's saying no. We get back to the house and we uh, we pull into the driveway. We had just picked up this red car that, that day, red Ford Taurus, and um, there were all these handprints on the back of the car. And I'm not being romantic or you know, like that clay, that old Mississippi clay, like that and that, like little hands and big hands and old people hands. We kind of said we weren't going to say nothing about that, you know, everybody kind of, cause we, until we all figured out what that was about. Anyway, we went to school the next day, and the kids told us that, you know, it was called the Walton plant, Walton Estate. And he, when he found out about the Emancipation Proclamation, he took the, the, the Africans that he, he had enslaved on his property, and he hung them. So that's the, that's the vibe we felt when we when we stepped onto that property, and that's the that's why I was compelled to do what I did, and that's why I know what I saw when I saw them handprints, and that's why we all sort of made a pact to not speak on it. Well, uh, um, you know, we come home two weeks later, 9-11 happens, you know. But then Amayabi Bomandingo, the revolutionary poet, and everybody expects me to write something that, that that speaks to whatever's going on. So I go for the pen and the pad, and as the second building is going into the, uh, the second plane is flying to the building, you know, I, I figure I'm here, I come to the 9-11 poem, and out of my pen comes, trying to tell my brother, listen what I see, hey. Don't go down that way. They'll swing you from a tree. Listen to me, brother. Don't you go down that way. They'll swing you from a tree someday. Listen, my brother, do what I'm trying to say. Oh, Lord, yeah. They're planning to swing you from a tree today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Softly wanting no one to hear her horrid tales of bearing strange fruit. Her truth. She'd always tried to hide behind the other trees by pulling in her limbs and leaves when they came, but that never made them leave her alone. Instead, she'd moan as they dragged another screaming body to her trunk. Bending over, she showed me the limb they would choose to hang the noose and cry the sticky sap as she placed a tortured limb into my lap so I could see the gas that's in her skin from being abused again and again to lynch black men in the sticky sap that's on my face as she recalled the horrifying screams that haunted her dreams at night and how the victims fought a choking rope, choking hope away with hate, asphyxiating life away with tar and feathered flames and sticky chapters all over me as she recalled the smell of chewing tobacco and gasoline and fear and hatred and burning flesh and laughter. Mocking laughter, inhuman, indifferent laughter that floated up to her upper limbs, blocking them from the sun, causing her leaves to wither and fall to the ground where her roots moaned in guilty agony. See, she felt guilty. Guilty for being an accomplice to murder and torture, and now, now, sticky sap poured from every pore of that tree onto me, and I had to hug that tree. So she could see that their hate was never hers in my eyes. I never blamed you for the hate of savages who used your limbs to perpetrate their cowardice. I never blamed you. We 
Never blamed you. They never blamed you, those brothers and sisters who swung from your limbs. So don't cry, my sister tree. We know the fear and share the agony of not knowing when or how to run from this American hate. Trying to tell my brother, listen what I say. Don't go down that way. They will swing you from a tree. Listen to me, brother. Don't you go down that way. Dreams. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, broom clean. Yeah, mm. that's just jumped in. That, that's the juju. Be that that piece. I mean, I get I get to take credit for writing it, but that piece jumped into my head from front to back, just how I just did it to you. Yeah, man. Felt like I was, I was trying to keep up, trying to write it. Felt like I was literally trying to catch up to the to the to the pencil, to the pen, writing it. And I give yeah, thanks no. on a regular basis because that's what I know. That's what it is. It's, it's some old. Because look, man, you you and I and the sister, if we were in those times and we realized that this is it, you will will your spirit forward. And I know that's what it is. So if some days you like, you know, I know it's days when I'm like, I, you know, I was not myself today. No kidding, you wasn't. Maybe your great great grandfather felt like driving today. It was like to walk around in some free skin. And I, I do have uh, some hands raised that would like to uh, talk to you. And the number here is 323-642-1586 and push the number one if you would like to uh, sit here at the at the port, poetry lounge table tonight. Let's go Please. to 802989. Ah, forty-four. I'm telling you, man, the natural so mystic, man. I was calling in, you know what I was gonna request? Trees. Trees. <laughs> you dropped it before I could even ask for it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, the, the juju, brother. I, the juju, you know, it's, it's proven. It's proven itself to me. So I just, I'm, I have like zero, zero uh, uh, doubts. And I recommend all of us go to Africa, man. I stayed for almost a year, but even if you go for a couple of weeks, man, they're waiting on you, literally waiting on you. They're literally waiting on you to bring them home. And when you leave, you're gonna hit them in your head, going, "We're not coming back." You're going to be like, what you meaning? Are we not coming back there? You know, but what they give you in exchange is this thing where you know why you're on the planet. And, you know, for us as African people, it's it, it, it's a gift to know why. Not, I, don't, I don't mean to have money and a big house. I mean, like, the reason you were the sperm that made it to the egg, that reason. It's, it's a very profound thing, you know, and you go from, like, fear to, to the surety that just makes you walk with your shoulders very square. And, and and go at things with fearlessly. You know? I'm not talking about drive down the highway 99 miles an hour fearlessly. I'm talking about the kind of fearlessly when you know you have a wave of ancestors at your back. You know? Yeah. Wow. So, yo, Ayaba, this is D-Ro. This is uh, Peggy Nelson's son, Peggy from uh, WPKN. Uh, so oh, D-Ro yeah. From oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Oh, I know. So, yeah, I, I made. Trust me, I, I made the connection. I put two. I put the two and two together, brother. Peace to you. Right. 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 So that brings me to my other question that I wanted to ask um, briefly was, uh, I know we share a connection with Calabar, Nigeria. I wondered if you could speak on yeah. your experience in Cross River State uh, in Calabar. Oh, uh, man, Uyo, Uyo, Uyo. It, it, it was, uh, for me, anywhere I travel on the planet, I always ask to see the poor people or, or the people without shoes, as Langston Hughes called them. Why? Because I come from that. And, and secondly, because that's where the truth is. Because they too poor to lie to you, they too poor to 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 to, to, to you know to have you know a bunch of TVs and, and, and you know put on the Sunday suit because they want to impress you and think have you thinking that that's how they rock every day. So I always ask for that. But we stayed in Lecky, which is you know Bunner Boy and all these whiz kids. That's where they stayed because of my um, my my son-in-law, my uh, my my daughter-in-law, her, her family is uh, Yoruba, so that's the, one of the reasons we were there. And um, I wanted to, like I said, so I, I connected with a brother and went to Calabar. And Calabar is like going back to the Africa that we were taken from. And, and when I, I talk about the entire process of being welcomed back to the village with, with the with the sacrifices of an animal and, 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 and the dancing and the people coming out to greet you and, and, the, and the, 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 the whole energy, you know, and sleeping and, you know, walking outside on dirt and... and, and, and Wow, it was like yeah, it was um, it was going back. It was going back in time for me, you know. And then and then the other part of it, the reality of it was like you know, after being there for a few days, like brother, why? How come none of the kids in, are in school? Well, there's no power. There's no current. There's not even power that went to that area we were. You know, we would call it in in um in the Caribbean. We would call it country. In in Africa, they call it village. It's way out there. You know what I mean? And um, but it was so beautiful. And it was so like uh, the energy was was magic. As a matter of fact, um, the, 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 I'm telling you something that mystic. One of the young people that I, I worked with in Calabar, just and I'm going to send it to you before tonight. Is I'm going to make sure I send it to you. This brother sends me this, you know. So he's like Ayaba. We made this song, and he sends it to me on WhatsApp, and I'm listening to it, and the song is called Ayaba Ibo Mandingo. Well, I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't know what to do with myself, and it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like a, 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 a like this idolizing thing. It was them reflecting on on the, like the, the week that we spent together, and and all the things we we taught each other. And I was like, wow. So this kid now, you know, it's because it's been almost eight years, so he's now in his twenties, and I'm to say blown away is an understatement, man. So to me, Calabar was. Spent spent some time in South Africa and Calabar and the Makwaland, where where you can find the Khoisan people. Those two places to me were where I I found it came back like fixed. If that if that's if you dig what I'm saying, because it was like the people were so grounded and so not aware of this quote unquote of our world that they were. It was refreshing, man. You know, to have people look you in the face and say good morning, and you realize they mean good morning. They like they mean it. It's not like, you know, just to say something. Or, or in Nigeria, to have a brother look at you that you can see based on your Western eyes is poor, and he's saying, "Brother, eat with me in Calabar," and you're like, you know, you're like, yes, you're refusing because you figure, you know, you see like maybe two, three spoonfuls of beans. And your host, the brother bringing you around, like brother, he will not eat until you eat. 
So you have to take at least a spoonful. And I'm like, wait, so this is not gesture. He's like, no, 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 that's not gesture, brother. That's that's Ubuntu. I am because we are. You know, so if you're not okay, I'm not okay if you're not okay. And it's like, holy cow. Damn. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, we are so friggin' far removed. It was like shameful, brother. You know, like I begged the brother not to kill his goat, not to kill his goat for me. You know, and he's like, brother, I don't have a choice. I must. You are, you are returning home. I'm like, wow, wow, man. To me, that that was my. What's the difference? You know, just like I, I call it like post post Africa and and pre Africa Ayaba. And I'm definitely, the difference is, man, I have this clarity that is amazing, you know, why I'm here. I'm a jelly. I'm a storyteller, you know? And so that, that's how I can see. Sometimes I paint and sometimes I poetry and sometimes I act and sometimes I playwright and sometimes I sing and sometimes I dance and sometimes I drum and but I'm a jelly. And I get this, just the story. So if the story, I don't have writer's block. If it's not coming as a poem, it wants to come as a painting or as a play or as a poem or as an essay, novel, song, carving, you know, found object sculpture. Well, since Africa is like, everybody's like, yo, do you sleep? And I'm like, yeah, I sleep, but, you know, it's just always there. The inspiration is constant and I stay in, in the no, in the, in, on the one. As James Brown would say, I stay on the one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, strive to stay on the one, brother, because the one is where it is. Yeah, and we do, and we do uh, drumming uh, all across the the nation and over in yeah. Africa too on Sundays at three o'clock p.m. Okay. Eastern Standard Time. Everybody drums at that time. Yes, vibration, vibration. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have, another, <laughs> I have another hand. That's what, go ahead. Oh. You, Forty-four. You got some something else to say? No, no, that was beautiful. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Right. Bless, your, bless right. your heart, bless your heart, brother. Bless your heart, man. Give thanks, Ayaba. Give thanks all the time. Okay. I'm gonna open up seven oh six two oh two. Yes, we can. And we can good. hear you. And greetings to Brother Eric and to the Jayla. I'm, I'm enjoying your word sound. All of them's coming. You know, we walk on the earth, and the earth is a word that contains the heart and the ear. And this yes, is I... where you speak to. And feeling what you're sharing is then most powerful because when you were talking about Jackson, Mississippi, I was born in Mississippi. Yes, I And being from that land, I understand the connection of, of our ancestors. Yes, the I part for, for Jackson is very pivotal too because the mayor right now, Chokwe Lumumba Jr., mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. son of the founder of uh, the new African, you mm-hmm. know, and they, they came out of Detroit. They were where Bev is from. And so the revolution in which he, he, he did with overstanding and becoming a lawyer to fight with the law to gain right. legal rights to the, the word child. So this, this journey that you're on, and I just have to share, my daughter this morning awakened me with, with FaceTime 
and she was in the gym in Egypt. The gym is the great Egyptian museum, and she was mm-hmm. there filming, FaceTiming me, and letting me see all the, the statues of our ancestors that they put in there. And the part for her is is that she's living things that I taught her as a child. She's now mm-hmm. doing and seeing and living it. She started in the South because I, I shared with her that we began in South Africa, and you were talking mm-hmm. about the sand people that came mm-hmm. there. Those were the, the mothers of humans. And she mm-hmm. went from there, and then she's come up, and she went to Mecca last week and was in Dubai the week before, and she's making mm-hmm. this journey in following and tracing the DNA Yes, and so it's it's very powerful what you're sharing and being able to be that jele and being an elder and a jegna. It's a part that you you see the growth of your seeds and what what was planted in that child when they began to do that which was shown to them and they live it yes, in order yes, to I. show you. Yes, I. And I thank yes, I. you. Yes, I. Uh, when you when you went to the plantation and you asked the spirit to to free themselves by coming by joining your body, but we have to create what you're doing is walking on what we call oasis, our ancestor in service, mm-hmm. because an oasis is a body of is a it's a place in a desert where there's vegetation and water, and yes. the part that you're doing is you're going there and you're connecting with the ancestor spirit and you are being of service, I of service to yes. those ones there and those ones that will hear your your voice and carry yes, the word. Thank us. Yes, thanks. Thank us. I feel that I feel that in my whole in my whole uh you know, one of the things I've asked when I travel and I meet indigenous people is what's the word for coincidence? And they always laugh at me. There is no word for coincidence. There is none. So to every every journey, you know, being waking up in the Makwala and asking the elder, you know, what is the, what is God? And she laughs and say, in the morning I wake up and I open my eyes and walked away from me laughing. <laughs> you know, that was heavier than any theology class I ever took. You know, this is a woman by Western standards is, is illiterate. And you know all those kind of things, you know, and then to realize I'm I'm on the top of a mountain talking with her, because they took me up there at night, and I thought I was, you know, sitting in fog. No, you're at the top of the Makwalan with the Khoisan and the Sun people, that and Sarki Batman's people. I was with her her people specifically, you know, that her her grief was very close to where we were, and it was it was beyond magical, man. Magical to hear to hear them to be do the, the welcome dance. And they're using a squeeze box, but you're hearing West African rhythm. And I'm like, whoa. And that's soca. That's like roots of like the calypso that my grandparents listened to in the 60s. And my head was swelling doing that stuff. I couldn't believe it. And what we were told here in the West is that South Africa is too far away from us to be connected. But then you realize every language in South Africa and most of Africa is Bantu-based. And all of them did what we all do as African people. They migrated north and south and back and forth all the time. So it's like, you know, the Tswana people look like they could be 
from Angola and, and Zulus look like Igbos and it's like wow. Can can nope. you give us a, another uh, <clears throat> another poem? I would, love to. I would love to. I would love to. Ah, the poem. This is the poem. Uh, let's call this the poem that got me uh, by the government. Nine eleven. This was the poem I was supposed to write when I wrote Trees. I wonder if I'll be ostracized and criticized by all you Americans in this room if I say the chickens have come home to roost. As you throw up your bloody hands, lamenting, why me? What have I done? And now your city shitty streets look like downtown Vietnam and Beirut and the Congo and Palestine and Burundi and Rwanda and Grenada and Panama and Baghdad. And you're throwing up your bloody hands. Lamenting of flights of domestic flights flying into famous skylines, destroying famous landmarks, destroyed. Like the hopes of the people in the Congo when you replace Lumumba with Mobutu, destroyed. Like the hopes of the people in Chile when you replace Allende with Pinochet, destroyed. Destroyed like the hopes of the people in Jamaica when you replace Manly with Siegas, destroyed. Destroyed like the hopes of African Americans when you replace Malik with Jesse, destroyed like Soweto and Biko, destroyed like Kenya and Jomo, destroyed like your national security. As innocent Americans die, wondering why they're not safe anymore. But see, reciprocity comes boomeranging back, bringing with it the smell of death from Vietnam and Iraq and Nagasaki and repercussions for the years and years of hegemony as the memory of Japanese kamikazes shining like Pearl Harbors hijack American security, hijack American superiority, hijack American democracy to be spun into yellow journalism accusations and speculations about who done it. And the chickens have come home to roost, and now all you want to do is throw up your bloody hands, and they're bloody up to your wrists, up to your forearms, up to your elbows, up to your armpits, up to your shoulders, up to your neck, up to the level of vengeance sometimes. And yes, innocent people die sometimes, like one million dying in 100 days in Rwanda while you all change your channels to congressional executive decisions to replace and assassinate third world heads of state trying to decide our own fate as African Americans wrap themselves in the flag. Born-again patriots who forget that same flag drew, flew over Jefferson's Monticello while he capitalized on captured African lives, creating American capitalism in the center of your foreign policy. And I see you watching me in my bed, scared, wondering, could I be Osama, coming home with my chickens on this plane filled with drama? Wow. I did that poem. Wow. Three days after I did that poem and uh, – Two days after America invaded Afghanistan, I did it in Stanford, Connecticut at the spring concert that was supposed to be sort of fluffy and, you know, just a little shucking and jiving from the Negroes that were involved. I put that poem on them, and, this, and I was pissed off, so I did it in an accusate, very accusatory way. And three days later, the FBI were at my door. And 55 oh. days later, uh, 55 days later, everybody, you know, knew about Ayaba the cat that got locked up for the poem. And it, it was sort of, you know, one of those kind of things where, you know, when the elders tell you, be careful what you ask for. And I remember at the time I was reading people like Biko and those kind of people, and, you know, all of my heroes, they, they, they went through a sort of a burnishing in the fire. And, you know, what, asking the universe things like, what would be my burnishing? And then, sure enough, 2020, what was that, 2003, April 10th. So April they 15th, locked you up. They locked you up. Fifty-five days, my sister. Wow. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Homeland Security. 
asked the warden what was going on with my situation one morning and he was making his rounds. He said, you know, brother, I hate to tell you, but they pay us double to house y'all. So ain't nobody in no hurry for you to go nowhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, what? Poe, mm-hmm. Poe makes diamonds, right? Because out of that came the first novel. Out of that came the play that we took off Broadway and it had this beautiful six week run. Out of that came, you know, uh, um, people wanting to, to talk about my, my situation from all over the planet, which which got me invited to all all type of different places. So it was one of them kind of things, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to uh, put some more tunes on, and we'll be back. Cool, cool. And I got that 41 times for you in the pocket, so so don't. Okay. Care. All right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> This your body, this your body, your body. In the shade, ninety six degrees. In the shade, real hot, oh yeah. In the shade.
This song was made in Tucson, Arizona. Mikey Dread, a Dread Mikey, and uh, yeah. 
and 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 third Ayaba. Yeah, yeah absolutely. With the great, the great bunny rugs, with the great bunny rugs, and singing. Yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, selection man. endless. <laughs> selection endless, sister. Selection endless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so, so Ayaba, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna link this uh 41 times uh, but I have a segue from that. That select okay. that bear just did that full moon in the desert because that's exactly what we had the week before the game that they played yesterday. And I want everybody to remember that we had already, you know, been in this flow because we were doing the Isley brothers back to back to back. Then we discovered that the brother that uh, passed out in the Buffalo game, you know, his middle name have I E Y E in it. And so, uh, you know, and so then yesterday we see that uh, the Island vibe was in the house with Rihanna. You know, and so, you know, <laughs> we we just naturally, you know, going down the river with the flow, you know, we and we spinning in the mm-hmm. eddies and we're coming out with information, you know. And so uh mm-hmm. so they had a so they had a court's crystal meeting, right? As Mikey Dredd just mm-hmm. said, you know, it's sweet in the desert, you know, it's vibes in the desert under the full moon. Mm-hmm. And it was a full moon. The full moon was in Leo, you see? Mm-hmm. And uh and they set this thing up pretty beautiful, but I won't say they, I would just say that we was riding on this wave of energy, you know. And the gold, you know, the uh, the yellow brick road, you know, in Kansas, you know, and so it came out just perfectly, just yeah. like nature would have it. You understand? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so on the other side, you have the fire, you have the fire low, the Philadelphia, you know, and uh, I know 41 times is a fire ratio, uh, you know, uh, Fibonacci sequence. And, uh, you know, I know the 41, we, we big up, big up Eddie Harris. We have a brother on this uh, station. He always say he got five on it, you know, and so... Uh-huh. Uh, I want to I want to bring him to the natural mix, you know. After you bust shots, then uh, you know he can lay some five on this uh, beautiful night that we have. But uh, yeah, uh, with all with all uh, due respect, brother, can you please uh, bless us with that forty-one times? Do y'all remember how the vibes is in the desert? Desert is dessert. There's all kind of life in the desert. It look dry, but it's a lot of water in the desert, like the cactus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the the tough. You know how they say, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. That's really the desert. That's the answer with the desert, brother. So when you go to the Khoisan people in the Makwalan, the Makwalan is desert, brother. Uh, That's desert. Yeah, that's desert. And then people talk with a click. When you hear them click, yo. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like music, you know. It, it touches places in you in your body that you didn't even know was still turned on. You check me. Seeing and that click is is kin to the dolphin whale uh, type of uh, communication, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and the sisters, yeah. the sisters, the sisters, their theirs is like amplified. So when you hear a poet clicking, brother, it's like whoa. They're the ones that named that named that named the Kosa, Nelson Mandela's people, because Kosa is is uh is sand for fighting men. So they saw them coming. The 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 sand were, were uh, foragers. And they saw the fighting men coming, the men that you know carried spears, and they said, Ah, look, Kosa, and that became Nelson Mandela's tribe. The Kosa, <laughs> I love that. I love it, B. <laughs> Yeah. So when you realize when you realize that all everything that we are is music, you know everything like everything that we are is music. You just laugh because then you realize why you can see our babies when they when they when they you know eighteen months old dancing because we music man how we talk. So when you somebody like in Nigeria when when I'm when the Yoruba is, is like re reloading 
And the brother said to me, Kilo Shele. And I go, what does that mean? He said, well, how are you? It sounds just like when we get, how you doing? Not how you doing, but how you doing? How you going to forget how you doing? That's music. Just yeah, like Kilo oh, Shele. Man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Or how the Zulu roll their eyes like, Arr. how you going to forget? Yeah, <laughs> with music, brother. So that said, huh? Mm. That said, forty-one times. Yeah, these are for the mothers, and the fathers, and the sisters, and the brothers, and the aunties, and the uncles, and the cousins, and the loved ones that cry every day and wring their hands. When they see the police, they go. I wish that you could tell me what to do. Officer, overseer, should I run from you? What should I tell them to do? Officer, overseer, officer, overseer, officer, overseer, officer, overseer. Takes 41 bullets to quiet your fears. 41 times for your goosebump fears. 41 times I grew in your eyes. 41 times to shrink me to size. 41 times you thought you saw a gun. 41 times I didn't try to run. 41 times and Big Mouth Rudy still can say 41 times a grand jury should lead the way. 41 times you still get paid leave. 41 times my mother will have to grieve. 41 spheres of your fear you hurled at me. 41 times my black skin was all you could see. 41 times to make you feel brave. 41 times I was a revenge slave. 41 times some lynch mob from your past move like a spirit possessing your ass. 41 times you pulled out your rope. 41 times to strangle my throat. 41 times from four different cups. 41 times before one of you thought, stop. 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 41 times to make you feel calm. 41 times and I was never armed. 41 times for this racial schism to go still more. 41 times more black blood spilled out on the floor. So yesterday, yesterday I ordered three bulletproof vests. See, I have three boys to pass their test. That's three boys with melanin in their skin. So I'm teaching them about reaching for anything around the waist because I know you won't waste no time stealing their lives from me. I'm letting them know how to turn around re. slow so you can know it's not a gun you see and send them home alive to me. I'm teaching home to duck in case you try the luck. Duck boy, duck. Duck and roll, duck roll and run some more. I won't let them outside the door of my eyes view. I pray to be with them when they run into you. I'm jumping out of bed with visions in my head of dead phone calls and standing in dark halls at the morgue with one million mothers crying, dressed in their best black dress, wishing they'd ordered my bulletproof vest. We're protective and paranoid too, but all I can do is all I can do to keep my three sons safe from you. I'll make them allergic to 5 blue. What else can I do? I have three Amadus. And I want to yell, because they could be Sean Bell. What else can I do? I have three Amadus, and I'm falling on the ground. They could be Mike Brown. What else can I do? I have three armadus. Somebody tell me what I want. They could be Trayvon. What else can I do? I got three armadus. 
And I think they got a plan. My daughters look like Sandra Bland. What else can I do? I got three Amadeus. This is the song that never ends. Just goes on and on, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Fire. Pull up, man. Blessing, bless, bless. I have a, a another hand that's raised. Let's bring them to the table. Absolutely. Four eight zero two five three. Oh. Four eight zero. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that that's me. I, I was okay. Oh, <laughs> that, that's me. I apologize. I apologize. No, you fine. I was fine. just listening. I'm good. I was listening. <laughs> okay. I'm enjoying. Okay. okay. Thank, Thank you. Oh, uh, that's the food mm-hmm. out. Hey, Dr. G, don't go up. Uh, let let people know about your network, Doctor D. Please, that's the Food Al- uh, Alchemist Network. Please oh, introduce Dr. yourself. D. Okay. Yeah, that's Doctor D'Angelo. <laughs> okay, Doctor D'Angelo. No coincidences, sister. No coincidences. Correct. In sync. In alignment. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I guess. Well, my I is no longer the Food Alchemy Network. It now is nine six three. Be for you network, which if you know anything about nine six three, it's a frequency yeah. for the body. So I named it nine six three B for you, for all healing to get in to tap into their God of themselves. Because my belief, everybody is a God. So that's Shoot. what it's about. Excellent. Nine six three. Um, Did you say nine six three? What what was the other part? B nine six three B for you. The okay. letter B and the number four and you. Okay. So, yeah, um, I, wrote, I wrote it just like that, sister. And I wrote it just the way you said it. Too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that's what it is. The juju is the thing. There it is. There it is. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, so I want everybody to get in that vibration. You know, everybody, well, my thought is, like I said, everybody's a God. And we need to be in that form of thinking. And realizing the power that we have when we walk in that, everything opens up. I'm telling you, it yes, opens it up big time in a major way. Wide, 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 wide. Disappears even beyond. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you feeling me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Beautiful yeah. show. Beautiful segment. Yeah, you know, I came in on a sneak tip. I was doing a, you know, talking about making money. I was, came in and I see him an email. I was like, let me slide in. I say to that sister. Yeah. Thank you. I give you honor. Thank, thank you. you. Thank give you. Thanks to you. Give thanks to you. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do, cool. do you 
Do you have a, a another uh, form for us? You never ask a poet that. You know that, right? <laughs> I know. Never, never ask a poet if you got another <laughs> form. But you know, I mean, in, in the name of segues, I mean, I'll jump into um, the latest thing we got out. It's called Free Your Tongue Heavy Like a 56. It's okay. antique and patois. It means you got a lot of heavy shit to say. Um, okay. My great-grandmother said it all the time. 56 was a number of the heaviest doing sharecropping, which we call shooting hard labor in the Caribbean. Um, doing sharecropping times, the, the plows that they pushed, the heaviest one had a 56 on it. So when somebody said, girl, your mouth heavy like 56, they were saying that you got a lot of heavy things you're going to say. So I'm just going to flip it open and read Bluest eye to the to the to the to the master who is now an ancestor of mighty Igugun, uh, Tony Morrison. Bluest eye, she spends all her time wishing for a different her, something that wouldn't say Africa so loud, wouldn't have her hearing you pretty for a dark skin sister so often, wouldn't have her bringing every dollar to the Korean man selling black hair products at the corner store down the block who goes out of his way to take her money without touching the rumors of her flesh. Wearing dead hair over a crown of original woman, running away from her legend already carved into the pillars of history, so she spends two hours each rising of the sun powdering lighter skin in a can over the original ebony of her bloodline, covering the pride of nation-building queen mothers who suckled a planet into being. With the abundance of melanin in her skin, when the, when the abundance of melanin in her skin was the only thing keeping the sun at bay, made to walk with chin aloft, neck reaching, shoulders squared against the air around her, holding the gaze of kings before Europe chief called them chiefs, and teeth off all our sense of self, and put our culture upon their museum shelf, dead to a people, dead to the life before slavery, before inferiority complex had them measuring success with European measuring sticks, had them measuring the ego trips of men pretending to be gods, pretending to be civilized, pretending to be men that we pretend to be every day with our bleaching cream and, and our, oh, I got it, so it's mine, and our, I got Indian in my family, and our perms, and our conks, and our lies, and our bluest eyes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Give thanks, sister. Give thanks. Give thanks. Okay. <laughs> I say to you. I say to you, sister. Yeah. Ayaba, you have you have one. Uh, you have one. I heard you uh split the skies with uh, about the locks, about locks, right? About the hair. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You sure do. Yeah. Mine start around my heart. The roots go down to my toes. 31 years ago, they started sprouting out of my brain like cosmic antennas tuning into the most high. Really? I am never meant for you to think it was a hairdo and run go do your hair in a twist look like a this. Natural living, peace and giving, 
telepathic vibes, beating drums, guerrilla chest, ganja helps dissect the stress. Ye shall not round the corners of your hair, neither the corners of your beard. Don't be scared, man. Grow the beard to put the spine in here, here, doocy. Natty dread is not a joker. Natty dread is more than smoking herb in blunts. If you can't use the vibration within the meditation for creation, you're wasting the inspiration. Stop smoking my Natty dread. I will mean, swear I was you mistaking my covenant for your hairdo with your dead nutty dead locks hanging down. Chase those crazy ball heads. Chase those crazy ball heads. Chase those crazy deadlocks with their broken antennas. You're the reason my reception has been so bad lately. You would last two days in the hills with the Rastaman moving in sync with the land, eating Ica stew, spinach, and Kalaloo of greens instead of your swine and cheese, man. Please, your cute little store-bought twist will never nut up like this. These are Naya Bingi roots. They go straight up out of truth. I man see your bloody hamburgers and raise your vegetables and fruits. Barber's tears and barber's shears to crop your deadlocks to the ears so you can hear what I am saying to you. My natty dread is not no bumbo clot here, do. Get at me in all of those mediums. 
All of the work is there. Finance America, you can go up there and get the prints and the T-shirts. On the website, you can get all the custom stuff that we do, the, the, the suits. We got a, a, a crucial, crucial uh, two-piece, three-piece uh, men's suit that we rock out. Um, the sisters as well, we'll do your Timberlands. Or we'll do whatever you got. We can, we can put some intimacy and put some juju on it so you can walk with with with, with the Pache uh, uh, the turned all the way up to 35 so everybody move out the way and don't know why they're moving out the way. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, that's that's uh, one of the cool things with with, with calling it and they giving yourself a name. I yabi with my nigga. I y a b i a, i b o mandingo. Um, yeah, you know, in the play, in the play, I say, uh, you know, when, when Kenny and Ayaba have the conversation, and Ayabi he asks him why he's why he posed those that he said because I like to hear a white man say that, Mister Mandingo. Yeah, Mandingo. table for Mister Mandingo, telephone for Mister Mandingo. Ah, uh, Mr. Mandingo, your table is ready. Yes, I love that. Yeah. They can't, they can't mumble through that. They can't say that derogatorily. <laughs> Jack. Yes. Uh, Eric, do you, uh, do you have any final words? Ah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I. Yes, I. Yes, I, yeah. I second that. I second that. I second that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wash the table clean, babe, and take us out with some wax. All yes, right. I. And thanks. I yes, want to thank every. Thank you so much uh, for joining us tonight. We appreciate your talent. We appreciate you taking the time out to uh, be here with us and keep up well, the I good work. Love you all back. And I appreciate it. The I appreciate love the audience, and I appreciate love uh, the whole vibe. You know, I definitely, definitely will be back. Let's connect and stay and stay connected, uh, brother D. Row. Love to you all the time. Um, yeah. All straight, right. Straight and protection to one and all. Straight and protection to one and all. Yeah, but man, I'm gone. All right. Guidance, guidance, guidance and protection. Yes. Yes. Okay. Love, love. And the free condition, oh yeah, Japrit to be forgiven. Bring homage to the land. Bring homage to the land. Ethiopians. Bring homage to the land. Native Americans.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.